You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Leiter. Browns beat the Steelers 13-10 on a Dustin Hopkins Game-winning field goal. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. We are brought to you locally by Smiley One and Bryant, Northeast Ohio's premier heating and cooling systems. All right, so we walked through a little bit of the game early on. I think it's interesting the way that Kevin Stefanski called the game. He was not going to make or let Dorian Thompson-Robinson make a mistake as far as throwing interception. He did open up the offense, though, and open it up down the middle late in the game on that final two-minute drive. And, you know, when DTR had to be ready, he was, and he executed on that final drive. It was very impressive, and it makes you wonder how much more the playbook will open up for him on his next start. Well, he showed confidence in DTR, no question about that. Uh, 29 runs to 43 passes called. Um, I was expecting it to be the other way. I was expecting the 43 They runs were all – the majority of those were high percentage plays. Yeah. Though. I mean, there was no – Yeah. Um, I mean, Now – uh, it got to a point in the game I was wondering if they were going to actually be able to execute a screen pass to, uh, on Sunday. Uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, they went with real high percentage throws. He threw it down the field a couple of times, and the couple of times he did throw it, you're like, ooh, I don't know if you want to be doing that, right? I mean, right. there were there were a couple of close calls uh, on those throws. But, you know, it was interesting uh, talking to a couple guys in the locker room just about what a confidence booster this game is, right? Because let's be honest about it, DTR before uh, that four for four for 39, he was 20 of 39 for a buck 26. The numbers weren't that great, but uh, again, made the plays where it mattered most. And so I was asking guys, you know, hey, what kind of a confidence booster can it be for that kid? And there's video going on, uh, going around. Uh, I know the Browns put it up 
DTR kind of broke down a little bit, you know, after winning that game, you could see him wiping tears away from his eyes because, uh, you know, he was so overcome with emotion. Not only is it psychologically beneficial for him, but I think this football team believe that, okay, this kid can help us. You know what I'm saying? Because you lose your franchise quarterback. uh, That usually is a pretty big body blow and, just ask the New York Jets and, and other teams that this is Cincinnati to. going in next week. Right. And it usually kind of sucks the wind out of your sails. And the fact that he was able to lead a game-winning drive against the Pittsburgh Steelers, who give this team fits, um, I, I think is a shot in the arm, not only for DTR, showing him that he can do this at this level, but I think it's a shot in the arm for everybody else on the team that says, hey, kid's going to be okay. Wasn't great, not you know, but – Improved from the debut, and you know, as Miles Garrett said after the game, once things open up for him, once he gets used to the speed of the game and and the plays and all that, because you know, a little bit of running joke, uh, they had to tell him to quiet down in the huddle. <laughs> he remember the scene from the replacement, yeah. Shane, they gonna hear you, <laughs> you know. Um, well, they had to tell him to, to kind of calm down a little bit, so Steelers can't hear the play calls because he was projecting so much in the huddle. Right, he was you know that excited, but. Um, yeah, I kind of feel like this is a, a pretty important psychological boost for this football team because it's not to say that they don't believe in DTR. That's not what I'm getting at. It's just the fact that this kid, after the debut he had, the numbers he was putting up, right, he's completing 50% of his passes, he's barely over 125 yards, and then, bang, game on the line, he is perfect. Four for four, 39, blink of an eye. They go from the 35, they're in field goal range, you know, ready to, to put this thing away. I think that that just tells them we're going to be fine. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble, betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70 yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. It was interesting earlier this week, too, especially when we found out Deshaun Watson uh, was out for the rest of the season. There were a lot of people that thought um, this could be it. This was the end of the season. That They really had no quarterback. They felt like they had nowhere to go. And in the back of my mind, I kept saying, well, they played half the season without, without Deshaun Watson. And they played them the entire season without Nick Chubb. It so, felt as bad, I'll be honest with you, it felt as bad as after the first Steelers game when they lost Nick Chubb because Nick was such an integral part of what they did. And let's not underestimate him being in this building for this football game and not only getting – Miles joked, you know, why they have to introduce him after me? And then he said, you know, obviously he deserves that and, and, and whatnot. But, you know, and then in the fourth quarter, about seven minutes to play, they flashed Nick up, who was sitting in a suite. They put him on the scoreboard and, the, and, the, and, the, and the, you know, this place exploded. And that's, you know, I, I you know, kudos to the Browns fans that were in because th- this building was rocking and they made the Steelers blow a couple of timeouts in both halves and made it real difficult on Pittsburgh to communicate and things like that. Just, one of the few times in the post-1999 expansion era here where you really felt like the Cleveland Browns had a home field advantage in their own building, and they had that for this game. It was interesting at the end of the game, again, being on the field, watching the disappointment on Steelers fans 
that were in the house. <laughs> oh, I just I, I, mean, I mean, I just it's been so long when there's a photo on, on that is circulating of a Steeler fan with the terrible crying towel draped over his head and his hands are in his face. It is uh, you know, because the, the Browns had already patented the, the Browns fans had already patented the paper bag yeah, over yeah. the over the face. I right think the Saints the really started that first, but that's okay. Why, why do we have to go there? Because that's your team. Baby. I know. I that's know. the eights. Kenny Pickett, though, has got it. I mean, Steeler yeah. fans are probably going crazy right now. 15 yeah, to 28 was... for 106. And the other part of that, too, is that the Browns have now beat every team in the AFC North this year. Well, yeah, they, they have. And uh, they're, they are uh, three and two right now. They'll finish the season against the, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. Obviously, being the situation that the Bengals find themselves in as we speak right now, feel pretty good about that game, right? Right. Uh, but there's a lot of football that has to be played before we can even get to think about that. But they are firmly now in second place. They are seven and three. They are now in a driver's seat to make the playoffs as they go west for two games. They, of course, next week they're in Denver. Then they will, from Denver, fly to Los Angeles and spend the week uh, in L.A. They'll work out at UCLA and practice there. Uh, for that week before they uh, play the Rams and then, you know, come back home. So big, big West Coast swing coming up. But they've won three in a row right now, and they are starting to get hot at the right time. What do you think of the Browns' offensive line today? I I thought that uh, they did a fairly good job. I mean, thank goodness that uh, Dewan Jones was back. They needed him back. Uh, and then you look at the run production, you know, Jerome Ford barely getting over the goal line, talk to him in the locker room. He said, I thought I was pretty sure that I was in. I was pretty confident. But when you watch that replay, that ball barely crossed. Yeah, but you know what? I mean, line. if you look at that and compare that to the safety that probably right. should have been called to start the game, I mean, there's a little bit of karma there, isn't there? Yeah, there is. Now, I went ahead and I did. I tried to do a frame by frame on that safety. Okay. Because I, because. In, Here's in, a subverter stuff, you promised. Well, in full speed, it looked to me like it should be a safety. And Miles Garrett said after the game, the first two plays of the game probably should have been safeties. And he's got a legitimate argument. But um, watching a frame by frame, the rule is it's where the ball is when the contact occurs, not where the player ends up or is driven back to. And so Miles Garrett hit Pickett right at the goal line and i don't i can't you can't but it's all about the plane right it's the same as when you're going in it's the same as going out all it is is that if any part of that football is across that plane as he's being hit that's a safety and that's the biggest question because from up high it looks like it's a safety but then when you freeze that where garrett hits him initially like there is a plausible chance that that ball is one inch outside of that goal line, but the angle is such that you can't tell. I Again, I thought it was a safety. I thought the Browns got jobbed on that call. It should have been 2 nothing right out of the gate. Um, and shouldn't have even had – they should have won this game 12-10. to 10. We shouldn't have needed Dustin Hopkins there uh, at the end. But, um, you know, Miles Garrett showing up big in, in a big spot. The defensive line all day showing up. Uh, in big spots, you know, uh, Miles Garrett outplayed TJ Watt today. I, I, I'm trying to remember in my head if I heard TJ Watt's name called today, and I don't. He did not sack Dorian Thompson. Robinson. No, I don't remember it. Miles Garrett got two sacks. He's up to now 13, 13. for the season. 
And I believe he's, uh, as we record this podcast, I believe he leads the NFL right now. And the question now becomes, what is not forget defensive player of the year. If the Browns keep winning, could he jump into the MVP conversation? He talked about that earlier this week, too. Let's talk about that when we come back. Also, um, more quarterback talk and DTR, what's next? And quarterback the Browns could be bringing in tomorrow on Monday. It's always game day in Cleveland, the post-game edition.